Yeah. Yep. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Offensive Folding. As this time, we got three, the three amigos. That's the fourth one. It's busy at the moment. But let's get all into our NFL stuff. As let's start with our NFL news. All right. Uh, uh, thank you, Cody, and uh, uh, hopefully this uh, episode will have uh, the appropriate audio, audio, because <laughs> we've been troubleshooting some there. Uh, Shane, do we have a sponsor for this segment? We, uh, we didn't have a sponsor, but, but now I think it feels appropriate that this segment is sponsored by uh, Shane's lack of understanding a laptop. Uh, don't put a brand new laptop in front of me. You can't hear me and nothing records. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Um, all right. So my news here, I have it jotted down. I'm going to, I'll, I'll reshare here in just a second. Okay. Uh, well, uh, guys, uh, the Steelers have fired offensive coordinator Matt Canada. Uh, this is the first in-season firing for the team in 80 years of their being. Oh. So kind of a big deal in Steeler Town. Matt Canada is out. Um, I think, you know, it was kind of a big deal. Didn't they move him from the booth to the, to the sidelines or something? And, uh, yeah, I guess it's just not working out. Um, and now the talk is that uh, Kenny Pickett, if uh, you fantasy owners out there, uh, beware. His days are probably numbered as well. Um, it feels like they're trying to find a scapegoat, right? First they fire the offensive coordinator, and then they point the finger at the quarterback if he doesn't immediately start killing it. Well, and you know what's funny is all of this comes on the heels of a team that's six and four. I mean, they're not in that bad a shape, are they? No, I think it's just been really ugly. Yeah, yeah ugly wins, ugly, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So, um, Hey, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but, uh, I heard a stat, uh, during the game the other day, Russell Wilson and the Broncos, Russell Wilson, it has the longest active winning streak in the NFL this season as a starting QB. He, do you think he might win comeback player of the year or do you think it is, <laughs> I don't, it might be DeMar Hamlin because they want the, the storyline, but because um, he was put out for pasture. Oh, yeah. Got and now he's playing pretty good. I, <laughs> I, I, I agree. Um, he's definitely winning uh, some of the TV announcers over. You know, they're, it, they're talking. It, it sounds it's a lot different tone than what it was for sure. Um, I guess uh, in other news, our show favorite there, uh, Zach Wilson, reportedly headed back to the bench uh, for the Jets. Um, the Jets are going to look to quarterback Tim Boyle, a name I haven't even heard, uh, to start, and uh, Trevor Simeon as a backup. So um, the joke is really on the Jets because this is just going to free up Zach uh you know, to take care of his Instagram page and respond to all those MILFs in attendance, right? We all know how he spends his free time. He was too busy studying the playbook, or, or at least attempting to study the playbook. Uh, <laughs> or a oh, different... 
free time. Or a different kind of playbook, I guess. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe someone should have turned a couple of pages in the book that he was holding just to see <laughs> whose moms were in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Browns, how about this for a throwback? The Browns have signed former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco to the practice squad. I can't believe that he's still in shape enough to throw a football. I thought he was retired. Well, and you hear practice squad, but the intent is for him to be on the active roster um, here in a very short time. So uh, the Browns are definitely hurting at the quarterback position. Um, One other bit of news here uh, before we wrap up. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones made a surprise announcement. Uh, Former coach Jimmy Johnson is going to the Cowboys Ring of Honor. So um, whatever differences those two had, they've uh, put behind them. That's interesting because I would have assumed, now I'm not a Cowboys fan, I don't keep up with it that closely, but I would have assumed he's already in any sort of Ring of Honor because what else is he? I don't think he was yet. That's crazy. I would have assumed he already was. Right. I, I it just I, I read that. I didn't even realize that they had a real beef or feud. Huh. But apparently yeah. it's. Oh, that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. Because they did an announcement on the NFL on Fox pre-show when he was in Dallas for Jimmy Johnson. Well, um, yeah, so that was pretty crazy. I. Um, I guess, you know, we should probably touch on some fantasy football. I was really hoping uh, Kurt would have been here today because um, I, uh, Shane, at your suggestion, I reached out to a fella that uh, I was hoping to cash uh, cash in on the old uh, chug of beer when you, uh, when you suck uh, thing there. And uh it prompted him to uh, reevaluate his entire starting roster, and he gave old Kirkland Scotches a scare. Yeah, uh, but didn't get a video out of him, huh? Not yet. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, hope alive there, I suppose. Uh, but but he did revisit his uh, roster and make sure that he had uh, appropriate people. Now, um, I took down kind of uh, an up-and-comer here lately um, from the uh, the Grashley uh, pair. And uh, it felt pretty good, but I got to tell you, um, for, a, for a guy that calls his team looking purdy, he had Brock Purdy on the bench who would have netted him an additional 20 points and given him the win. Oh, that is before... Uh... You can't spell looking purdy without the L. Shane, how did I know EST and MT did not fare out so hot this week? You know, it's funny because so many of these games comes down to Monday night football, right? So not only at um, EST and MT, but also uh Chudy's lovely lady lumps had an outside shot at it as well uh but needed you know uh like she needed Mahomes and and Pacheco to go off but uh EST and MT she needed uh, it came down to the last couple of plays it just it really did because she had a 
his defense going, which if he would have scored, then the defense goes down, but the wrong person caught the ball. And then, you know, so anyway, I, I was getting texts from her right when those things happened with what? I don't know how much time was left when Russell Minutes. threw that last down, but it went to the wrong guy. And uh, anyway, that tipping point. But it's funny how these games, they come down to Monday night football last second, but also uh-huh. the, these our games are coming down to the last second. Not only the games in real life, but, you know, who catches a 10-yard pass can make a total difference in the games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in so in my case, the defense is so sensitive. I started, you know, all of our the way our league is set up, all the defenses start up high points, and then you kind of whittle it down as points get scored. A shutout obviously is a huge reward. Um, But at some point, we were projected to tie, and um, Grant had, uh, looking pretty, had uh, that uh, running back for Philadelphia who just would not die, and... I, every time he torched the defense, I was losing points. So my cushion was shrinking every time that guy would peel off a 10 or 15 yarder. And so, man, I was sweating there towards the end. And uh, thank goodness it got to a point where um, I needed, you know, I didn't need them to uh, run the ball anymore because uh, they got into the old victory formation. Uh, before because if he scores a touchdown if he scores another touchdown that running back not only does he get an additional seven points but i'm losing points on the defense so it's like a 14 point swing maybe yeah that was similar to the esdnmt scenario if certain people would have scored then she could have swung it back to her her favor yeah it didn't work now uh cody um i know you fared out pretty good this week um, I would say yeah. that both of us benefited from our recent trade. Um, uh, you... well, I don't know about my wide receiver part, though. <laughs> we should never got rid of Metcalf, but well, I thought I did pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you could say that right now, Cody, but uh, I checked Metcalf today, and he's already got a questionable uh, cue in front of his name yeah. for this coming week. So uh, that's not going to be good. Uh, if I don't have uh, DK, but uh, I have two quarterbacks that are going to be facing off against one another um, this week. Um, and, uh, you know, I was hoping to have Kurt here because I really wanted to get the consensus of the show who to start because I'm playing kind of a juggernaut here. I've got to take down this uh, number one team in our league. And uh, I'm heavily favored right now. Shane, I'm, I'm glad you noticed there was another uh, uh, a couple of uh, people in the group uh, in our uh, fantasy football league uh, that texted me and said, you still will probably end up in a tie. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so I. I get a lot of grief for the ties. I thought that would be kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> I want to want to make sure I start the week off right, you know. <laughs> Cody, I just want you to know that your fantasy football commissioner cannot be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, right you are, Shane. Wow. Well, Roy, if you do score 500 points as predicted, uh <laughs> Overall score uh, points for the year and, and win all tiebreakers. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, uh, on the fantasy note, uh, what was who's uh, who has studs and duds? Oh, you go for it first. Okay. So I think my stud this week was actually the guy I picked up from the commissioner, <laughs> which was Justin Hubert. He actually did pretty decent for me. I mean, between him and Josh Allen, they did, they at least scored at least 30s, so it's not too bad. And then I think my dud was pretty much, honestly, was dub was Curtis Samuel. I mean, he did get no points, but we'll see if that changes hopefully next week mm-hmm. or this week, I should say. I had a good week in that I, you know, I was playing against the loose cannon, and he wasn't um, projected to score many. So I, I thought I felt pretty comfortable. But you know, it's one of those things when their defense gets on the board and they start putting those big, their false numbers, I guess, or fuzzy numbers. But you start to get a little nervous. <laughs> I don't know anything I'll, about those. <laughs> way off. Um, but I tell you what, my stud was definitely Keenan Allen. He went way over his projected, but my dud. Andrews, and he was a superstar for me, but he got hurt, and I think he's out for the year now, right away yeah. on that game uh, where he, he busted up his ankle pretty bad. So, oh, yeah. It, luckily, I got a, another tight end that I think will do okay, but boy, it's tough to lose him because I've been riding high with that guy for a long time. For me, uh, I, my my stud this week, I, you know, I had C.J. Stroud. Actually, I left some points on the bench with the quarterback in uh, Trevor Lawrence had a big week, but CJ Stroud had a pretty solid week as well. But uh, I'm going to call my stud this week, uh, DK Metcalf, who netted me 18 points, who was projected for eight originally. Thanks, Cody. And my dud, uh, my dud was on the bench, thankfully, uh, and rightfully so. Uh, he was uh, uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling uh, for failing to haul in one single target uh, in the Chiefs game. Most notably, the one that would have netted the Chiefs a dub, which would have been a 50-yard bomb uh, that hit him in the hands. Uh, I mean, dude's a dud. Dropped him, in fact. Today, I dropped him. That's tough. That I didn't see the, the that play live, but I saw the replay, and holy cow, that, that's tough to come back from. Yeah. Go in the locker that one. Mm. Right. Um, okay. Well, uh, what about uh, weekly picks? I want everybody to pick a game from uh, a, a Thursday night, at least one Thursday night game. Okay. We got. I know we got the Seahawks are playing the, the Niners. We're hosting them. Yeah. 
It's always the Cowboys and it's always the Lions. But who are those guys playing? So the Lions are playing the Packers. Oh, and uh, oh, who's the Cowboys playing? I think the Cowboys yeah, playing the Commanders. I think the Commanders. Commanders. All right, I'll go first, and I'll pick, we're just picking a winner. Right? Yep. I'll pick. Uh, and now, are we picking the rest of the? Oh we yeah, yeah. We'll we, we'll pick the rest. I just wanted to have us all on a, a one Thursday night game. So I'm gonna pick. Uh, I will take the Steelers over the Bengals. I'll take the um, Buccaneers over the Colts, and I'll take the Jaguars over the Texans. My Thursday, my Thanksgiving game is gonna be. I'm gonna go the Commanders over the Cowboys. Ooh, I like it. Okay. <laughs> Yearly standings, you can take some risk, <laughs> and, and and a lot of them have paid off. Dang it! <laughs> some of them oh, we got to get. I forgot to do our totals uh, for last week, but I'll go ahead with my picks first, and then Cody, and then you can give us the totals. Uh, okay, my pick for Thursday is going to be the Packers at Detroit. Okay. I'm pick. I'm taking the pack straight up against Detroit because Detroit struggled against Chicago. Melanie's saying no. You know she's in that smoke-filled room contemplating her picks again. <laughs> uh, the the Broncos over the over the Browns. Broncos are at home. Uh, I'm taking the Broncos. Um, I'm going to take Pittsburgh on the road over the Bengals. And I'm going to take uh, the Jaguars over Houston. Cody. All right, so for my Thursday night game, I did with the San Francisco at Seattle. Now, hopefully Seattle can actually pull it off, but I am going to go with Seattle, Minnesota, Titans, and the Colts. Okay. Granted, they do have a lot of injuries at the moment, but with well, Seattle. If, if I was a betting man and put money down, thankfully I'm in the state of Washington, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it would be tough not to, to go against your heart. I, I, have a, I have a bad feeling about that Niners-Seahawks game. Yeah. I know. It's, it, it is a well, tough one, especially. Uh, especially after last week um, and the, you know, it kind of felt, it kind of felt like a collapse in the second half. Yeah. I mean, we're at home though. You never know if the the fans are going to be crazy. Uh, They're wearing that, those bright green. Uh, You never know. Yeah. All right, Cody, what uh, what do we got for last week's totals? Okay, so for last week's total, so I ended up with a two. I know Kurt ended up with a two. Shane ended up with a three. And sadly, Dad ended up with a one. Just no, no. One? Number one, right? Yes. Number one, I was number one. No, you only got one pick right because you got the Washington and New York Giants wrong. Oh. 
Don't you remember that one you made? No, I don't, Cody, but thanks for reminding me. Uh, wow. Ouch. I was just surging back to the top. Uh, apparently, you just need to pick super long shots. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so Cody, what's the totals on the season here? So totals of the season, you have 24, Kurt has 23, I have 26, and Shane has 29. Whoa. So Kurt's still at the bottom? Yeah. Well, we're going to need to get Kurt's picks for this week. We'll hound him for those. uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't see any picks from Kurt yet, but we will uh, make sure that we get some picks from him. Hey, Cody, do you think maybe from now on we should start asking your mom for her picks and give Roy a chance <laughs> to catch up a little bit? <laughs> oh, we've, we're hanging in there in the CBS pool, I guess. I mean, we've been getting eights, not tens and elevens, but, you know, getting a little above water, which is good. Also, Cody, tell your mom uh, not to answer any questions from the greater New York, New Jersey metro area next week. Uh, a gentleman might have too much free time to start dialing for dollars. <laughs> 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 Unless, of course, her his number is already saved. <laughs> it's it's weird that that unknown keeps coming up, and there's like several minutes. Exactly. Oh, dang it! Um, yeah, so. The landscape of the quarterbacks uh, in the NFL this year is just crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was really good, and now you look around, it's really not that good, huh? No. And the durability of the players, I mean, my gosh. Um, the running backs alone, the, I'm, I mean, our, our fantasy football league having 14 – teams 14 teams you're digging deep you know if you've got a workhorse you're set um like last week i got lucky i was probably 15 points underdog uh going into the week against uh the looking purdy and uh everybody had a had the had their week I've been pretty fortunate with my team of avoiding the injury bug. And now, you know, Mark Andrews is out. But, I mean, I look around the league. Every time someone goes down, thankfully it's not on my team. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it this long anyway. And right. I Tua as a quarterback. I thought he was going to be out early. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You start with Glass Joe and you think, well, we'll see how long this plays out. Yeah, he'll, he'll last just long enough to get to the playoffs and then be out, and I'll be out of luck. Yeah. Although I did, I don't know if anyone noticed, but I did pick up uh, Aaron Rodgers off the uh, the heap, just in case he comes <laughs> back for the year. You know, it's... Well, they're saying he's supposed to come back in December, I think, possibly. Well, we're, we're trying to be proactive. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, if he does come back, is it too late for the Jets to buy that insurance policy uh, for the remainder of the season? <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'll ever do that again. You're not missing that. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Yeah. Been a been a year. Cody, who are you playing this week in fantasy football? Uh, so this week I am playing Cooties, actually. Oh. Be careful. Coach, she's got a good team. She just ends up losing. You got to score 130 points or something to beat her. Yeah. <laughs> now, everybody else already has, so that's why her record is so bad. But yeah, got to score there to get get her uh, the beater. It's it's true, man. She has thrown up a ton of points uh, this this year. Who's Kurt playing? Kurt plays uh, Romerica. Oh. <laughs> Well, and and so I have. Let's see. So the I have uh, the brown wiener and uh, and uh, looking purdy are facing off. Uh, you know, which is you know a match made in heaven if you're you know reading between the lines. But uh, even better for me because one of them gets an L, and uh, if I get a dub this week, as I expect to. Uh, being a heavy favorite, um, I'm going to be right in the catbird seat, moving up to uh, number five or number six. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it feels like you could already, you know, put yourself right in the championship game with the uh, a couple of key strokes there. <laughs> uh, is, now, is there an offer? Is there any options to like um, clinch? Maybe after this week, there'll be a clinch. I'm looking for a little star next to my name. I thought as soon as possible. Uh, now, okay, so I thought that there already was a. I thought that uh, you and Kurt have clinched. Maybe I don't know. Um, maybe you have to look at the league. Yeah, if you go to uh, week, was it week fifteen? So. Uh, so we uh, go to week 12. Yeah. And, oh, it'll show the standings. Yes, I am seeing a clinch. Oh, yeah. For you and the Scotches. Let everybody else know. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, feels good. And feels good, boys. And Cody is on the outside looking in um, with just needing a win, probably, and needing the loose cannon to uh, to drop one. Yeah. If I can get a six and five, and, uh, well, actually, Ryan's got a pretty nice uh, points for Actually, he's sitting really good. Um, I've got looking purdy right now in the points for. Look at me. Uh, points for, points against. Even up. 1198 and 1198. Wow. Does that include the 500 you're going to score this week? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I, I was going to try for a thousand, but I thought, ah, it's going to be too obvious. Yeah, you don't make it obvious, absolutely. 
Oh, yeah. So, all right. Uh, should I start a new episode here? I'll go ahead and start a new one, Code. All right, as welcome back to Offensive Folding, as we are discussing still about the NFL. So, Dad, I think one thing we are talking about, you know, comeback player. Who do you think possibly might be on the list for that award? Hmm. For comeback player. Well, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I think uh, Uncle Shane touched on it earlier. Um, I, I think. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson's a good candidate. Um, but, um, if I, I'm going to go with a guy that's on my roster right now in fantasy football and say, uh, um, Odell Beckham. Oh yeah. That's a pretty good answer. He's put up some, uh, pretty consistent numbers. The last, uh, four weeks, uh, he's getting into the mix. He's looks healthy. Um, as long as they can keep spraying the ball around, um, yeah, he's he's looking like uh, you know his former self. Mm-hmm. How about you, Code? What do you think? You no, know, I think for me, possibly, I think it might be Josh Dubs. You know what he's been doing for Minnesota. I mean. Granted, Kirk Cousins is injured, but he's been actually putting up some good points for them, actually, during the games. So I think Josh Dubs might be in the mix for that. Well, especially since he got outcast kind of from Arizona, and I thought he did a pretty good job in Arizona. I'm surprised they had Uh such a change in direction, but uh, it seems like Kyler Murray, um, you know, might be – in the running there too, because he stepped right back into his old role and he's got Arizona competing right now. I can't believe that guy went from one team to another and he's playing as well as he is. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're right. I, it just, uh, it kind of defies logic, especially at the quarterback position. Yeah. True. It's so hard to do. He just comes in and, and hits receivers when they're open. I, I guess it's probably when, you, when you're in that situation, maybe it's like playing pickup football, uh, you know, in your neighborhood or something. You're just looking for an open man. <laughs> you, don't, you don't even care what the play is. I, I don't know. It's kind of kind of crazy to think about. Telling them to, uh, you know, run run out to the uh, the neighbor's trash can and take a right. I'll hit you. Yeah, yeah. I did see, though, that uh, was it uh, that uh, DB or linebacker for Denver, Chase, uh, got suspended uh, because for repeated uh, just this week. Now, we talked about it last week. Um, uh, unfortunately, the audio wasn't working, but uh, – uh, about a players, uh, some of these defensive players getting now suspended for multiple infractions for this, uh, you know, uh, player uh, safety um, with, you know, illegal contact. And now uh, I read that uh, Chase from uh, Denver 
for a hit that uh, he uh, he put on Dobbs. I, you know, on that note, I saw on Monday Night Football two hits on Patrick Mahomes that got flagged that looked just like the hits Geno Smith took in Seattle, and they didn't draw a single flag. Yeah. Including – think but i i think uh you know if you have name recognition you get a lot of calls in the nfl especially if you're a quarterback and gino doesn't have that call or that that name recognition yeah it's kind of kind of sad because i you know i really don't like the rams and uh i don't like them even more after that game but um the the hit that he took where he got hurt i mean it's just seem like a lot of, uh, you know, going on there. I mean, we got to do a better job in the second half. Seattle does, uh, you know, on the offense, you can't, um, you can't sputter like that. We started in the game really strong, um, looked good. The defense was rolling. And then the second half, I mean, we couldn't get a first down for the life of us. Yeah. And the penalties, dang it. The penalties, my God. Uh, just dumb penalties on the defense. Yeah, and, and terrible times. And even you know that that call uh, was it the pass interference call in the in the end zone against. I think it might have been against Witherspoon. But it was a yeah. terrible, terrible mm-hmm. call. Yeah. So Nakua. Yeah. One feet, and he get, and we get called for it. Yeah, we got called for that. It, unbelievable. I mean, just stuff like that is kind of killing the Hawks. Um, You know, it really, that game, you know, shouldn't have turned out the way it did. You know, I guess that's all you can say, but uh, it is unfortunate. Uh, Shane, who was your kind of comeback player of the year? You know, I was thinking initially it was kind of just a joke, but I think that that Russell Wilson might be uh, a viable candidate because he he had such a poor year last mm-hmm. year and people you know thought that he was completely done and he's having a really good year this year um it's taken you know uh obviously a four game winning streak to let people see that but i've i've watched like the last two denver bronco games for whatever reason i don't know if it's just because they're on a spotlight game or what but uh, he kind of looks like old Russ a little bit when he's scrambling around and, and he doesn't always make the, the everyday play, you know, but he he scrambles and he makes plays when he needs to. Like, uh, at the end of the game, I just felt like he was going to score the touchdown to win the game for a Bronco. Yeah. You know, you, you switch out the uniforms and put Lockett in the end zone instead of, uh, was it Cortland Sutton or whatever. It was the same kind of style of just yeah. kind of flicking up in the corner and, you know, sure enough, it's caught. So He's found his watching. guy there. I think he's got a shot at Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, unless Kyler Murray really, you know, does something heroic with the remainder of Arizona's schedule, I, I think he'd be hard-pressed to, you know, you know if things keep going – the way they have been for the Broncos, I, you'd be hard pressed to uh, find a better candidate. I think even, even uh, the Mar Hamlin, I don't think um, meets all the criteria there. Yeah. I think he's, 
uh, you know, obviously it's a miracle that he's playing. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, or maybe his clone is playing. I yeah. Know, <laughs> if you want to put that on the Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's a clear-cut winner. Because I, I, I don't think the DeMar Hamlin thing is playing out. I think, like, maybe they hoped it would, where he comes back and plays um, a lot, right? He's really not on the field much. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I, I wanted to bring up, though, is uh, and I was going to bring it up during the news portion, but uh, I didn't get to it. Um, the Apple Cup has been renewed um, to play through 2028. Really? Uh, up in the air on whether they were going to do it with, uh, you know, the Pac-12 breaking up. And uh, they renewed the, the, the Apple Cup, um, and it alternates, you know, every year, just like normal. Um, kind of keeping it the same. I don't know when it'll fit in the season schedule, but I guess we're just happy to have it at this point. But I was curious if you guys heard anything about Oregon and the Civil War and, uh, you know, with Oregon, Oregon State doing, if they're going to do something similar. So I, okay, so I did see the Apple Cup renewal. Uh, wasn't, I hadn't thought, given it much thought, I guess, other than, you know, like you, when is it going to be played? It's probably obviously not going to happen uh, on rivalry, rivalry, you know, week, you know, technically. But I looked for uh, Oregon and uh, Oregon Beavers, and I found nothing. I don't see anything in the works there. Wow, I so they... they are playing on Friday, though. Right, right. We're talking, uh, what we're talking about, Cody, is now that Oregon is moving on, um, are they going to continue to play that Civil War game? I, they can't call it the Civil War, I guess. I, I don't remember what they call it now, but um, yeah, is that rivalry going to be renewed like the Washington and Washington State one? Because I think Oregon and Oregon uh, State have as many years in the books as it may be a couple more uh than washington and washington state yeah i think it goes back farther if you go by you know year to year i think it is older i think there was a hundred and I, I thought there was 113 years yeah i don't know what the beef is there and i you know so who who comes together and makes that happen i wonder um is it just you know the mutual respect because i feel like oregon and oregon state really don't like each other like they they f hate each other and i don't know that i you know obviously the husky and cougar rivalry is real but i don't know that there's that general disdain um between the schools or the organizations so i wonder if they're able to come together and make this happen and oregon and oregon state just aren't willing to yeah the way i understood it is it came down to whether washington and washington state both agreed to just schedule them as one of their non-conference games every year right because they can schedule anybody right non -conference. and uh, maybe that beef with oregon State, maybe they want to schedule, you know, because I could see if Oregon wanted to schedule a Portland State or something that's an easy win uh, versus an Oregon State that they could, you know, get way of a national title hunt, I guess. I'm not yeah. trying to think why. But I think it, the, in Washington, in the state of Washington, it always felt like um, 
they got along enough. It was a rivalry, but it felt like they, they weren't competing because they're really not, right? I mean, Wazoo is really not competing on the same national scale as, as UW. No. Yeah, they don't bring the same revenue either, right? But, you know, people travel and they fill, I don't know if it's Cougars Stadium is, but that'll Gisa. Like Gisa Field. There you go. So or Mar- it used to be Martin Stadium, I guess, but now it's Gisa. Yeah, so they'll fill that up in a rivalry game, obviously, with UW, but I don't know if they fill up the stadium every week, where I think both Oregon schools do. I, I think, like, Research Stadium is full every week. Yeah. No matter. So I don't know if they feel like they need each other as much, but it does feel like in Washington State, or in the state of Washington, both teams kind of need each other. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing that's different with the rivalry between Washington and Washington State is the distance. I mean, when you look at the two schools, I mean, Washington State is really out in nowhere. You know, they're they're hours, you know, several hours where Corvallis and Eugene, I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, 30, 40 minutes or so. You know, it's not – so there's a lot of – bitterness and Oregon State's a difficult place to play kudos to the Huskies for going down there and surviving that I mean I think Oregon State was a legit favorite in that game um and I mean given look if uh who knows you know if that safety doesn't happen that might have been a different game yeah it was really close and and uh Huskies couldn't do much on offense and they're supposed to have this fantastic offense but they just couldn't get it clicking and uh they got out out of there with the win which you know has helped them but man that was that was touch and go uh, and and oregon state's a good team too it's not like they're they're terrible they're really good so i i don't know if it's guaranteed that oregon is going to win this week i mean you figure oregon state probably has everything to play for since there's no rivalry after this maybe this Here. might be it but they might go all out for this win well, and there, so there, there's a there's a lot made. At least I've seen in the media about being the spoiler, right? I mean, because Washington State and Oregon State want to send that message, right? And Oregon State had their shot; that was their game to do it, to you know, to win out, to beat Washington, to beat Oregon, to go out in you know, say you know, f you, go wherever you're going to go. The Pack Two lives on right without you that was their opportunity it came up short as a heartbreaker for them i'm sure but um make no mistake they're gonna take it to oregon and uh what's crazy to me is that oregon state lost to the washington state you know early on you know way back when and then washington state dropped six games in a row for no apparent reason like (laughs) i don't was uh they were ranked yeah, earlier. they were. Uh, supposed to be pretty good. And, you know, I, I mean, there was a little bit of a turn. You know, the Arizona, you could make a good argument that Arizona, you know, was going to be a tough match no matter what. Um, the Cal teams, all the California teams play them tough. But um, the Arizona State, uh, tough team, but still, you got to win. And, uh, man. And so then you get the Buffaloes come to town and they just light them up like it's nothing. And 
you know, both teams were ranked uh, before they went on their six game losing streaks uh, way back when. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what to make of it. Um, you know, there's a lot on the line for the Huskies. Um, they got to continue to win here. The Ducks, I, I be, I still, I mean, look at Oregon State being ranked 11 with two losses. Yeah. That, that says something. I mean, and, and obviously, I guess it tells you that the system works because the coaches notice something. They're seeing something in Oregon State, and they were legit. Um, I think they got a shot at taking down Oregon. Um, you know, I, I think quite the way to end that if that is the end of the rivalry, because Oregon, I think, is pretty confident that they're going to make the Pac-12 championship game. Uh, you know, with a win and then trying to avenge their loss against UW. And boy, that's all out of the picture if they lose. I think yeah. Dakota might be the 12th championship game instead. Uh, and that would be something to just absolutely take the Oregon Ducks off of the, you know, college football playoff run. Yeah. So, Shane, why, why does Washington and Oregon play for the Pac-12 championship? Why is, I always thought it was uh, a division leader, division leader. Uh, yeah, they did that. They changed it. I want to say it might be this year. It might have been last year it started. But they changed it because they're trying to get, you know, the Pac-12 is tough to get into the college football playoff, right? Because it's always SEC teams and yeah. Alabama. So I think they changed it to where um, they will always have the top two teams in the Pac-12 playing to get into the championship. It's all about the, the playoff. Ah, uh, okay. Because you're right. Otherwise, it would be Washington against, like, Arizona, and, mm-hmm. and Oregon wouldn't have that national pull um, to, to get there. So they changed it. Now, now they got rid of the Pac-12, so I guess it doesn't matter, but... That's why they changed it because they weren't getting their their best teams, and I think it was you know it was slided a little bit towards making sure like USC made it and you know some of these other teams if they had a really good year they could survive a one loss. So it feels like Pac-12 gets uh, unfairly penalized for one loss at the in here, but like an Alabama can get a one loss and they're still absolutely in the hunt. Right? Yeah. For, uh, Right. College football playoffs every year it feels like it's uh, uh, you know one or two or three teams down there in the, in the SEC that are all have one loss but are still in the in the hunt. We have one loss in the Pac-12 and you're out. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. I think they want to change some of that. That's how I understood it, but it just recently happened. Because you're right. Otherwise, it would have been you know I think it was North and South. Yeah. Yeah. That. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Um, actually, you know, we were um, we watched that game over at uh, um, at uh, the in laws' house, and um, you know, we're quietly rooting for the Beavs. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we were watching that, and I, I, the question came up, and I thought. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make sense, and uh, I'm glad you explained that because um, it does. It, it is a relatively new thing because I thought, no, we should be. It should be you know USC or whoever's leading the South versus you know the Huskies, and then it's more of a walk in the park though. Then right because for years, at least more recently, those teams have struggled. You know, you're 
your north and yeah. south aren't really balanced very well. So I guess it makes sense that uh, if they were going to make a change that they did, you know, exactly what you said, um, that that makes a lot more sense. Now you're just rewarding the top two as yeah, you should. And survive one loss and still have a shot at the playoff um, versus, you know, if Oregon lost that first game, to, once they lost the UW, they'd be done. Their whole year would be out. Maybe they'd play for a Rose Bowl or something, but they're not playing for the championship. So they, they tweaked it, and it, it's worked, right, because of this year. it's it's It might come down to another rematch, and that would be a pretty good game. Do you think um... – do you think is the Big Ten set up that way as well? Like where you could have Michigan and Ohio State playing each other in the playoff? Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't looked into what the Big Ten is doing. Um, I guess I'll focus more on it next year when but um, I don't really know because you know they Michigan plays um, Ohio state this week. And then you'd think that they would play him again in the, in the championship game, but maybe they don't have a championship. I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. I, I don't really know how that, that one works out. Yeah. But next year is going to be awesome. Cause you're going to have UW playing against Penn state and Wisconsin and right. Michigan and Ohio state. I, all these, I don't know how any team goes undefeated in that league. Crazy. Right. Yeah, I don't know how that's broken out, though. I really don't. Going to be interesting, yeah. So, um, back on the back on the NFL. I mean, uh, if if we had to take a shot at uh, the next uh, teams to uh, let go of some coaches, um, I, uh, Shane, uh, and, and you follow these guys a little closer than I do, but I saw that uh, the Chargers coach is um, kind of on watch. Yeah, he's been on the hot seat for a while. I can't imagine they keep him at the end of the year, but I would think you're going to get rid of him at the end of another loss. Maybe I thought it was going to be after this one because you lose to Jordan Love. You think you, you got you know you got to go with Herbert and what they think that team is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they got that, uh, what's its name? The guy that used to be in the Cowboys, the offensive coordinator. Oh. Um, Kellen Moore. Yeah. They got figure they fired the guy and give Kellen Moore a shot. Right. I don't know, but that seems to be the guy on the hot seat. You know, I don't know of any others. I mean, they're not going to fire Belichick, uh, even though he's, you know, having a terrible year. Um, Cody, do you, I, do you have anybody? Uh, I think the next one on the list might be Carolina, possibly. I mean, hmm. they really haven't been to a playoff for a long time, honestly. I think the last time they were in the playoff was with Cam Newton. And I think that was with the same coach, wasn't it? Well, no. The when Newton. Oh, that was uh, Riverboat, Riverboat Ron uh, Rivera. Um, which coincidentally, I also heard his days might be numbered uh, in Washington. Yeah, he might be out, if not early, then at the end of the year. Yeah, it's funny how the NFL coaching carousel works, right? (laughs) Uh, 
you know, you see some of these guys come and go. Uh, they go to other teams. Uh, you know, I, I guess it remains to be seen whether Sean Payton is making the difference or Russell Wilson's making the difference in Denver. Or, you know, maybe the two have learned to coexist. Uh, or maybe they did all along and it was just media hype, I guess. Um, hard to say. I think, uh, how about this? If, if we had three more losses this year, which we've had some close games, we could very easily have three more losses. I think Pete Carroll would have been on the hunts mm. with, the, you know, with what's going on. Um, but the record is good, you know. That's all that matters in the NFL. You have a good record, you're you're doing well. Can you imagine a scenario? And, you know, I think, you know, Pete's, yeah, it, it's not the same as it used to be. And uh, I think some of that burden falls on his shoulders, unfortunately, um, and, and some of the other coaches as well. But I'm trying to picture, you know, I when I think Pete Carroll, I think Snyder, and I see the two together, you know, winning the championship and, you know, all that. And I think, man, can you imagine breaking that up after the run that we've had? Yeah, it would be really ugly. You'd just have to nuke the whole thing. Yeah. I don't when that. I, I think it's going to be more of a, a clean transition whenever, whenever Carroll leaves. I don't know when that is, but uh, – he definitely needs to get a quarterback next year, though. We got to, even if he sits behind for another year, we got to get something for the future. Well, and I don't know, Cody, if you watched the game, but Shane, I know you probably did. Um, I know a lot of us were preaching the bring in the Drew Locke uh, vibes, and um, man, uh, he looked like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. all did it. <laughs> no. no. And I, you know, is it because of the preparation that he wasn't part of or what? I don't know, but I didn't like it. He looked scared. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, you think he would at least, they would call plays that he, you know, can complete easy passes or something to ease him into it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It was, it was just, there was no spark there at all. And you thought that, okay, here's his chance, right? Everyone's been cheering for or you know wanting him to get a chance and then he comes in and lays an egg yeah. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah i i swear there's this there's an snl episode with jj watt and i can't remember the what the player's name was that they said they were rooting for but everybody wanted to give this guy a chance and jj watt was the only one in the locker room going no way he sucks he will suck and he's and they they end up putting this guy in and he indeed does suck and he's like see <laughs> you know just kind of a funny yeah that's kind of how it went with uh old drew Locke. It yeah careful what you ask for sometimes yeah i yeah so we got to do some we got to go back to the well there i guess the concern for the seahawks long term New quarterback, uh, you still got DK tied up with some money. Um, hopefully Ken, Kenneth Walker is healthy um, and we can keep him around another, you know, couple seasons. Um, but uh, I don't imagine we're going to have Tyler Lockett for too much longer. Um, and, and that guy is, you know, 
really been a game changer, right? Somehow he just slips under the radar and uh, finds himself in the right position to keep a lot of these drives going. Is it wrong to think that uh, for a brief second there when Kenneth Walker was out of the game for good, I was happy because I knew Kurt had him? <laughs> Not at all. For a second, I was really happy, like, oh, Kurt might lose. But but doesn't he already have all the backups as well on his roster? <laughs> yeah, I think he probably Definitely DJ Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was Kurt's insurance uh, plan um, with the Seahawks is draft all the quarter or draft all the backfield and running backs. <laughs> we, we got a celebrity here. Uh, Ashley, any, or, uh, excuse me, chew these lovely lady lumps. Oh. Ask the, uh, the group. Oh, stage fright now. So <laughs> confident walking in. <laughs> Oh, is, uh, is, is Grant, uh, going to make an appearance, um, at all? Oh, no, no, no Grant here. No, no, there won't be any appearance for, for, for Ashley, just Ashley. Just Ashley. All right. Well, I, Ashley, uh, I'm sorry what I had to do to Grant. Um, but, uh, it's just business. I'm listening. Cody? Cody? If you, if oh, gosh. You could make a WWE wrestling name based off of Thanksgiving food. What would it be? Okay. Oh, God. Hold on, hold on, Cody. Hold on to that. Let's revisit it. We'll start 